Yeah, I like uh, organic re- re- reaction. Reaction. <laughs> I love Girl. I love an organic reaction from you. You can't cute. even talk anymore. Because then it's all really manufactured. Why am I chewing gum? You're like, I'm, not, I'm just a bitch. I'm like, oh my God, hi. Oh. Hi, hi. Anywho. Hi, gay boy. Welcome to the You Don't Love Me Podcast. You don't love me. You don't love me. Oh, yeah. Mm, give it to me, bitch. Give it to me, girl. I don't know, really, to be honest with you. We need a jingle. I am Which I believe is Spanish for Spanish? Welcome to the You Don't Love Me podcast. This <laughs> bitch is over there, right? Yeah. He's like, I don't like it. He's in some kind of recording studio and he's proper feeling his oats in. And I was like, yeah, I can just be a song star person. And some record label is going to come along here <laughs> and pick me up and get me. <laughs> yeah, so basically, guys. And get me in the back of their truck. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's how I get my gigs. <laughs> is, is that a gig? Am I gigging? Um, yeah, so basically what we guys do before we record is we do a lot of warm-up and stuff and we say all sorts of stuff which is probably borderline illegal so we delete that but it's always fun so that's where we are high energy when we start the episode hi bitch you? you know what you're so fake i'm already high energy all the fucking time <laughs> not fake ass I'm laugh fake. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off girl bye so mm. anywho mm. how are you doing girl i'm doing good corona no she better don't girl we are Coming on lockdown, it's happening. Corona, no, she better not invade my body. Okay, we've already had it. Yeah, okay. Save that for the next episode. Okay, okay. It's saved, it's done, it's it's clocked, because we're going to get straight into our guest now, aren't we? We are going to double penetrate you guys this weekend with two episodes. Yes, double so penetration. Is, yeah. This get is, that, DP. Yes, dual episodes. Yes. DP. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are we selling porn? I have no idea. Because <laughs> we're quarantined. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So um, this week we have the amazing Janelle number five from um, Dollhouse, who was previously in House of Aja. And um, she's going to spill all the tea. Okay. So I made a few notes as to what we talked about in this episode. So if you look behind you, babe, there's a notepad which I've got notes on that I completely forgot to uh, use. Here we go. Yes. We had a great episode where we recorded it with Janelle number five, and we spoke about some great topics, such as the controversy controversy behind Sherry Pie, the controversy behind Momo Shade, the controversy... Oh, no, actually, coming to London, they're coming to London, well, are well, they Well, who anymore? knows now? Who knows? That's up in arms. Um, what else have I written? How did we know her? Bitch can't even read his own handwriting <laughs> over there. You have the neatest handwriting ever, and you can't even read your own handwriting. Girl, look at my handwriting Let there. me see. You're a mess. So um, we're going to talk about how Amri is a dickhead and Amri no, is stupid God. and Amri has shit hair no. and is a terrible human being. My writing's pretty scruffy there. Oh, oh my God. Wow. I write, Almost as scruffy as mine. I write like a doctor. Girl, no, you don't. Prescription how doctor. We, how we know her, um, you know, House of Aja Dollhouse, Pointer Sister, <laughs> Digital Drag. Girl, you were on it. Yeah, because um, as I was write, um, editing the episode, there's a few bits which I edited out. I think there was one uh, where they were talking about a gig that was due to happen, but I think it's cancelled because of coronavirus. 
Um, and then also I made a borderline offensive joke, which I got rid of. <laughs> Do you know when you edit stuff out? Yeah. It, it needs to remain edited out, not okay. spoken about. Okay. Because that, that's, that's the whole point. Okay. Well, I shall remember that for next time. Thank you. But yeah, no, it was a really, really good episode. We had a great time. She's so good. She's really, really like... She gives you what you need. Do you know oh, what I mean? She always it's, gives us what we need. It's so easy on the ears to listen to. Great performer. You'll find out why I'm calling her a pointer sister because we talk about that. Um, and yeah, I thought to mention digital drag because of course, because of the advent of the coronavirus, a lot of people's gigs are getting cancelled. But these drag queens are um, technologically able. So they're doing digital drag and, and stuff of that sort. Also, right, you need to tip a queen. Mm. get the apps that you need to tip queen we just got cash app to tip a queen and with the digital drag i think it could be something moving forward here as well mm. you know i think this could you know change drag a bit okay so this bitch right when he was talking to me earlier on he was like yeah maybe we should do something like that and bring different people in and they will do it virtually i was like bitch that's called a news channel when they bring in <laughs> like 10 different people at the same time i am not a production house <laughs> i have one laptop <laughs> and a barely working mouse to edit this shit right yeah, i'll be a great newscaster we've learned this over the last week do you know what you'd be you'd be a great sensational like over the top um fucking newscaster <laughs> boris johnson uh, is like so we're going to do this and we'll make Britain great again. And you're like, yeah, so basically everyone's fucked yet. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, how do, I, how do I fucking sound like Shabnam from Bradford? Literally, <laughs> literally the other day we watched um, his daily briefing and like I understood what he said. And then as soon as we finished, you were like, so yeah, basically we know fuck all now. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Where did you get we that We need some from? clarity on the situation, yeah? <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I did say that this was going to be a brief introduction. This is a brief introduction for us. Mm. Hello. You okay? Yeah, I'm doing my ASMR sounds now. Oh, please, no. And without further ado, madu, badu, do, please welcome to this platform our next guest, Janelle number five. So welcome, ignore <laughs> that bitch over there. Welcome Janelle number five. Ooh. Yay. See you on the other side. Or not. <laughs> hey girl. Janelle number five. What the tea, honeybee? <laughs> Janelle, the name of the podcast is You Don't Love Me. Please, can you give us a shout out and say, you don't love me. Wait, like like Miss Farrah, you don't love me. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. don't love me. You don't love Oh, that's cute. Oh, that's cute. I like that little jingle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically it's the, the the idea behind the podcast wasn't from Pheromone. What we said was, um, it's what we often say to each other um when we're having an argument and we just want to rapidly de escalate it. So we cut question the fundamental of our relationship. So I always say to him, if we're arguing I'll say, you don't love me, right? You know, in the middle of nowhere, in the middle of the conversation. And then he's like, no, but I do love you. And I'm like, well, stop fighting. Oh, that's yeah. cute. See, I'm not in a relationship, so I don't, I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> so that, that sucks for me, I guess. Whatever. Well, I'm glad to hear you guys have a way of solving your issues. That's fabulous. So, Janelle, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? Okay. Well, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, born and raised. Um, I would say 
I'm uh, I'm just that girl. Like I'm just that bitch. Uh, um, I would say me as a person. I mean, I honestly do think, for me personally, I do live like a dual life because I'm so different out of drag. I'm a bit more reserved. I'm a bit more um to myself. Um, I honestly don't really go step out into nightlife unless I'm working. Um, which a lot of girls don't really get, but I feel like it's important for like my own sanity. Um, and then in terms of a queen, I would say I'm someone that is well put together, um, just fab. Like I love to be Agreed. a bit of glamour with a bit of an urban edge as well. Um, you know, I I like to stay strong to like my roots, um, where I come from, and still give a little bit of like a Latina flair because that is in there as well. Um, and yeah, I'm just like I like being kind, like you know. I love it. I love it. And it's an obvious, um, it's a, it's a question that I ask all of our drug uh, performers who come on the episode, uh, on the podcast. Um, and it, I'm sure it's got an obvious answer, but, um, Janelle number five, what's the inspiration <laughs> for that name? And I tell you something, you're going to laugh, but I only just occurred to me today as to, um, what the inspiration for the name is but you tell me tell tell me what what are the origins of your of your uh, drag name all right um so actually before all right so this is the, this is like my timeline is mm. like the timeline is super important and when it comes to like how i got my name so i was doing drag a really really long time ago and i was known as janelle kills with a z i was Ooh. a big fan of like N- natalia kills that was before she like killed her career um mm. But, um, so then I was going as that for a little, I took a pretty long four year break and I started doing drag. I would say it's, it feels like such a long time, but it's only actually this February marks like two years since I started doing drag again. Oh, wow. To put that into perspective. So when I started again, um, I became close friends with like Candy. I've known Aja and, um, Momo for like plus 10 years. We've known each other. I used to go to high school with Aja. So that's how I know her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of people were confused. They're like, oh, well, but we'll get into those origins. But a lot of people think that I just, who who the fuck is this bitch? But she just plopped out of nowhere. Um, I've known them for a long time. So, um, I, I started going out in drag again, just for fun. Um, and then that is when they, like, were asking, like, the whole tea with, like, the House of Aja was, like, oh, like, should we add her? Should we not? So Miss Candy Muse, you know, that dumbass bitch, uh, <laughs> she, she just said, she said, I don't feel like Janelle Kills goes with your aesthetic. And I was, like, I can see that. So then we were, like, she was, I don't know how it just happened, but it was, like, Chanel number five, because I always wear the perfume, Chanel number five. Um, and it was just like, at the time, like we were fans of Scream Queens. Um, and then it was like, oh, I was the fifth member. And it was like, it just completely aligned. And it's like, I'm so happy that that's like my name. Because every time I tell people that name, it's just like they live. They're like, oh my God, that's such a cunt fucking name. So that is how that name came about for me <laughs> i love it i love it you know you uh you american uh drag queens you're so great with your names they're so like entertaining and nice uh, some of the beautiful yeah some of the drag queen mm. names in england like we have we have a drag queen called val qaeda 
you don't want to know her. She's gross. I'm only joking. She's we love a, you, Val. Yeah, Val, we love you. She's a really great friend of ours. But, you know, we have Val Qaeda and Vinegar Strokes. Who else? Oh, yeah. Have? Vinegar Strokes was on UK. Bag of I chips. feel like they go for like a bit more of a comedic effect. Mm, oh, for sure. Yeah. But I do feel like the UK girls, they're, they're just funnier than the US girls. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of funny bitches. Um, here Girl, are yeah. you telling me when you lot do like brunch in brooklyn you're not funny i i mean honestly everyone tells me i'm hilarious on the microphone but like there's certain girls that are just like a g- genius like that are so good at it and i'm just like um i just like looking pretty and you know just let me do what i need to do um but i mean i know in uk there's a lot of funny acts i mean the UK season itself, I think, proved, like, how funny it is over there, um, which I appreciate it. It was, like, a different flair to Drag Race, which I love. So. Do you know what my favourite moment was, seeing you perform in New York? What, what was it? <laughs> I think it was... The end was... of the performance. Aside <laughs> <laughs> well, from that... Um, Wait, no, what, that... what day was it, honestly? Uh, is that on Tuesdays? Mondays. 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 Yeah. yeah, Mondays. What? It was at Pieces Bar. And it was. What, it was it was it wasn't actually much of a performance as it was a disclaimer. And what you and Candy Muse said is that we don't do kicks, we don't do twirls, we don't do death drops. All what we do is point. And when we point, you guys are gonna scream. And then you pointed at the audience and we all screamed like there's no tomorrow. And like well, yeah. throwing dollar bills. And I was I just live for that kind of energy do you know what i mean i would i would just live in we came on the monday the 23rd of december and then the following week again uh-huh. and, and the energy that you guys get out of the room is insane no yeah we i would say we probably have the most successful night in new york city on a monday and i i honestly stand behind that because i don't think you could walk into a gay bar any other gay bar um, not only in that area, but just in general, that it's, like, packed the way Pieces Bar is packed. Like, I know our asses go over capacity all the time, but I don't give a fuck. Like, girl. Um, but in terms of that, it's, like, I would say, I mean, we don't do splits. We don't do dips. We, like, I just feel like a lot of the times people, a lot of new queens think it's, like, a necessity, um, when it comes to drag, it's like, oh, you need to have the stunts and the. But it's like, girl, if you have the presence, the look together, mm-hmm. and the charisma, you don't need to do all that extra stuff. Like to be honest, just you know, play with the crowd. I always tell them like, where are your expectations? Um, take those four steps lower. <laughs> I don't really do much. Um, but it's just fun. I mean, it gets the crowd. You know, it's a good laugh. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, pieces is fab. Yeah. I, and then my second um, favorite part, not that you're asking or anyone's asking, but I'm going to tell you anyway. My second part of favorite part of that day was um, when the tip bucket was a carrier bag. <laughs> when... Oh, my God. <laughs> and, and, you, and you said, oh, my God, y'all so ghetto. And it just gave me so much life. <laughs> no, when they literally like someone had like went to like a, a, like a Spanish restaurant and I recognized the bag. I'm like, wow, you know, this is going to be our tip bag. <laughs> I mean, we got, I'll tell you this, we got, like, an extra $50 out of that bag, so it works. I mean, like, in New York City, it's definitely grind, girl. Get the joke, make your money. Sometimes you just have to go for the joke and be quick on the mic. Because I know in a lot of places, uh, like um, other cities and stuff, like, 
girls don't really host like an hour and a half show. It's like they they don't really host like at all. Like it's just very minimal. Introduce mm. the performer. But like I would say for us and a lot of New York girls is like our time slot, you're literally like entertaining for an hour and a half straight. Straight shows. Like you have to be funny, you have to be witty, you have to be on point. Um, because if not, people think your show sucks and it's a piece of shit. Like nobody's gonna come back. That's what yeah. I love about New York as well. Like you are you're not going to get like just like a lip sync performance. You're going to get a full on show. Yeah, it's like definitely like I would say at that bar and like a bunch of other bars, like we like to get full like cabaret shows. Like we want some to like it's like almost like uh, uh like going to the movie theater. You're sitting there for an hour and a half, entertained. You know, there's different personas, different personalities, um, and like it just it keeps the ball rolling. Like. So, like, you don't know, like, people just walk in, like, if someone walks into my show and leaves happier than when they came in or inspired or whatever, like, I feel like I did my job as a queen, and it's, like, that makes me feel good. It makes it feel rewarding. And, of course, the money, you know. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> of course. Yeah. But, you know, you know, that when you touch, when you say someone feels happy, and you know what, when I, when we came to your show, we felt exactly like when we left. I felt amazing. I felt so... I felt sickening. I don't know why I felt sickening, but I was like, it was just so good. And, you know, we wanted to come back the next week and we did because you guys were so funny, but so full of life and energy, even though you were full of flu, Janelle, and, you know, oh, getting your orange juice in. But you give, you, give, you give your audience life and you, you know, you can turn a really shit day for someone into a really great day. Girl, that day I was just like, I wasn't going to make the show. And then I was like, girl, fuck it. I'm going. Even though I was sweating. Like a cocor, like girl. Like <laughs> I just remember you like, give me some orange juice now. Where's my orange juice? My orange juice isn't here yet. No, literally. And then the bartender was like, "That's orange juice cocktail." I'm like, "Girl, I don't give a fuck. It makes me feel good. Like, it has no vitamin C, love." So Janelle, we're gonna have to get to it. Tell oh, us yes. how. So we had, you know, the House of Aja, and now we have, you know, the Dollhouse. How how did the Dollhouse come about? Um, okay, well, yeah, this is, yeah, let, let's just get into it. Um, let's proper get into it, spill the tea. Um, so this is the tea, like, um, I would say before Dahlia got on Drag Race, um, the, like, we, me and Candy, and I believe Aja at the time, we weren't really seeing eye to eye with Momo. There was a lot of behind the scenes drama that was going on, like, personal stuff that, like, was mm. stemming back from, like, years before that. Um, and during that time, we did have a show with Momo. Um, it was every Monday she was at Pieces with us. A lot of people don't, like, it's already forgotten that she was a part of the cast for so long. Um, but it was just, um, at that point, I wasn't taking such a pivotal role in the show. And I noticed, like, that the show was declining because um, I feel like for drag shows, when you have more than one host, chemistry is everything. If you don't have chemistry or if the two people genuinely don't like each other or don't vibe off of each other or, like, constantly competing, it just, it, it, it makes the show look bad. It's, like, it makes people, like, uncomfortable to watch. So it was something that was going on. Um, it was also just about, like, simple things like tardiness. And, you know, like, I would say I, we just, me and Candy felt like she wasn't showing up to work, um, but I would say, uh, like, one day after a show, like, I mean, Candy can confirm this. 
it, it just became too much. It was like, okay, this is what's going on. Because we've gotten into bickers and, like, we all argue with each other all the time. Like, this, it's like any other family. We fight. Everyone gets into feuds where we're not talking to each other, but we usually squash it. But for, her, for Momo, it was a point of she was already distant from us. And then she had personal issues with Aja. I believe her and Aja are cordial now from what Aja has told me. But me, me and Momo are not on speaking terms. And we're and her and Candy are not on speaking terms. Well, she's not on speaking terms of either myself, Dahlia, or Candy. Um, so one day after the show, we just told her like what it was. It just became such an aggressive argument downstairs, like low blows were being thrown, accusations were being made. Um, it was pretty bad. Like it was probably one of the worst arguments I think um any of us gotten into with her. And then after that, it was just like, well, we just don't want to work with you anymore. And I don't think there's any recovering from this. Um, and at that point, like, we all met, like, Dahlia was currently filming Drag Race, I believe, at that point. So she didn't honestly know. So that's why a lot of people that saw us on the episode are still a little confused by, well, are you guys a house? Are you not a house? Like, what's the tea? Um, Dahlia was filming Drag Race. She had no idea that we kicked Momo out of the house before like while she was filming she had no idea but we met like it was like myself candy and aja like we were just like well you know it's just best that she goes her own way and does her own thing if she wants to do that but i said i personally don't think she um brought anything to the table um and i just i mean she's an amazing queen but I just don't feel like her heart was in it. And, I mean, that could be me speaking for her. Um, but it's just what I can only speak from what I witnessed. It's, um, yeah, that's just how I feel about it. But at this point, I don't think I would ever, um, we have no reason to speak at all. And I've known Momo for 10 years. And I can say, like, um, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, not everyone, like, we all were not innocent in the situation, like, we were all petty. We were all, you know, a lot of us got into disagreements all the time. But it was just, like, I would say ever since, like, that departure, we've been fine. So what happened was we gave her the boot. We were still the house of Aja at the time. But I I, I was the one that brought it up to um, Candy. And when Dahlia came back, we all spoke about it. It was like, you know, Aja's, you know, taking over the world, touring with her music. She doesn't really do lip sync performances like that anymore and we felt like you know it maybe it's time for us to take the next step into you know still a group because there's three of us but we can't really call ourselves house of aja if aja is not performing with us or you know a part of the collective like that she's still our drag mother of course because she's taught um a lot of us certain things. I would say she's more of a drag mother to um, Dahlia and Candy, but I taught like I don't. I would say she's given me tips and pointers about performance and stuff like that. But a lot of the stuff I look at more Candy as my drag mother because I learned a lot of what I know through her. Um, okay. So at that point, I just I was like, we need to move forward as three, and then the the name Dollhouse just came up it was like you know i still want the house in it like so it's relatable and there's three of us and it's like okay this is the dollhouse one two three it's easier to tour with easier to arrange photo shoots easier to come to agreements 
Because I would say um, when we were the House of Ajahn, there was five of us. Besides that initial day that I was, like, announced as part of the house, we've never all been in the same place at the same time in drag doing a show together ever. Like, it just didn't happen. So it was, like, I just felt like it was the right time. And, you know, at that point, we knew Dahlia was already on season 12. And it was, like, you know, it's time for us to take the step in the next direction. And, you know, Candy's made a name for herself. I've worked hard and made a name for myself in my scene. And it's, like, you know it's time for us to move on. Like, let's move on. Yeah. And and no animosity towards Aja or anything as such. You guys are all cool despite the, um, uh, the, the house disbanding. Um, yeah. The only person we don't talk to is Momo. I actually saw Aja the other day. Um, yeah. granted, like, I wouldn't say I speak to her every day like that, but whenever I see her, it's always love. It's like, Hey sis, da, 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 da. we catch up, whatever. Um, yeah, but I'm mostly closer to Candy and Dahlia. Dahlia just moved back to New York, so she's around a lot more. But I mean, I see, I see Candy like three or four times a week, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love Arja, we love Dahlia, and, and Candy is just such an icon. She's definitely a dumb bitch, if that's what you're asking. Uh, no, <laughs> I, love, I love her. I mean, I would say she's done an amazing job of making a name for herself without the show, without the engine behind her. You know, she's traveled. She's the queen of becoming viral. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and she's my best friend. Like, honestly, I can say that, like, you know, she's someone that we, I talk to her every day. Like, you know, it's, it's very hard in this environment and nightlife in general to have best friends or have sisters that you can honestly just, like, be there for and they're there for you. And I would say, like, you know, I think I have that with them. I mean, we're shady as fuck, and we do. I would say I argue that I actually argue the most with Candy, but it's because we both have very strong personalities, mm. so we do bump heads a lot. But it's fine. I mean, we always make up. Um, yeah, that's that's the tea with that. Just I just want to clear that up because so many people have questions about the House of Aja and what the what the drama was. It's just like. Where's Momo? Where's Momo? Bitch, I don't know where Momo's at, and I do not care where Momo is at. So I just <laughs> want to clear that up. So I want I want to touch upon um, something that you mentioned earlier, and it's about people saying to you they don't know how you became part of the house and that reveal and unveil, but you mentioned that you've known Aja for a long time. Do you want to speak on that to clear that up? Yeah, I've known Aja for 10 years. Actually, I went to high school with Aja. Um, so we went to the same high school. We were not close in high school, but I knew of her. Um, and that was like such a long time ago, to be honest. Um, and then a lot of people just think like, oh, well, who the fuck is this bitch? They thought, they thought like the fifth member was going to be Vanessa Vanji. They thought it was going to be, um, Magenta from Brooklyn, um, who I adore. Um, they thought it was going to be Harajuku from Brooklyn. There were so mm-hmm. many choices. Um, but at that time, it was like, I already knew them and like we were hanging out. Um, and then I started going out and Candy was the one that brought it up to Aja. And then Aja, her specific words were, I just think we need to polish her a little bit and then maybe we can do, think about it. The very <laughs> next day, I love it. The very next day she comes to me and she's like, okay, so on April 16th, we're going to announce you as the fifth member to the house at pieces um and i was like oh okay work it wasn't really a it wasn't a question it was just like well this is happening this is the tea and around that time she just like 
um, got off of All not All Stars, but I believe she All Stars was already airing, so she was like at like a really big point in her career. Um, and she did the show and whatever. We all ended up making matching looks, and actually that night I did perform. That was the first song, the first time I came back in drag and performed on that day that I was being announced at um as like as a part of the house of Aja was the first time I performed. And the funny thing is right before that night, I had, I was actually at TRL doing a Cardi B special, um, which I can't seem to find the video anywhere, but who cares? <laughs> um, so yeah, it was, it was literally so last minute and it was like, I was downstairs for the whole show. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was a cunt moment. It was like when Instagram didn't have that stupid algorithm. So everyone posted it. Like it was like, it was it was a, li- a little bit overwhelming just all the followers I I got at once. Um, it it was it was crazy. It was it was crazy. I would say that yeah. A lot of people had an idea it was me because at that point I was already like you know going out for fun with them. Um, but a lot of people were gagged and shocked. Um, but I was still a baby at that time to be honest. I was a baby queen. I can say because it literally has only been like two three months since I started doing drag again. Like, I was still figuring out, like, how to how I wanted my makeup and whatever, whatever. So, yeah. Work. I think you've cleared up a, a lot of tea there. <laughs> no, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. I like to spill the tea, honey. Like... You do. Because, well, you might as well clear up all the questions that people are asking. So, if people want to know the answer, you can just direct them one way, can't you? Yes. So, there, there will be a link. There will be a swipe up link. I am over 10K. So I could definitely give you that swipe up link. Um, now, I do hope people hear this interview because I'm so fucking sick of people commenting, asking these stupid ass fucking questions. Um, and I just also want them to respect us as a new collective and girls that are doing it on their own. We're super excited to be in London and Manchester in June as the dollhouse. Um, and I mean, unless it gets canceled, but I hope it doesn't. Um, and yeah, we're just excited, you know, to give it and you know start traveling we're super happy for dahlia and her success right now so yeah it's it, it's it's a bit it's a great moment for well us, i hope for I, I hope that you guys definitely get to come in june because that's really close to where we live and we're we're hoping to see you guys we're, we're near, really we're exciting yeah we yeah. live really close to manchester uh, i mean the lineup uh, is ridiculous i'll it's say crazy. that yeah. it's a crazy lineup I, that's a lot that's a lot of drag. I usually don't say that, but that's a lot of drag, and it's good drag. Like, is it is it your first time in in the UK? Or have you, or have yes, you... I've never been. I've never never been. Ever. Oh wow! So, well, mean, would yeah, you like I... to know a little bit about the UK then? As in, what Manchester's like? Are you going to be in Manchester and London as well? I believe Manchester, London. We're working on getting stuff like after like the thing, like staying there for a little extra. I mean, about the UK and the London, I love Celebrity Big, Big Brother. I mean, Kid, Kim Woodburn is everything. Yes! Um, she's she's amazing. Like, Gemma Collins. I'm actually a big fan of, like, UK music. I love Cheryl Cole. Like, there's a lot of people over there. Like, wow. even Rebecca Rebecca Ferguson, when she went, I love watching The X Factor. No um, way you're a fan of Rebecca Ferguson. That's so, like, not what I'd expect anyone to say from America. No, I love so her. specific. Um, I actually grew. I grew up listening to N Dubs. Like I love their music as well. I'm gagged. Um. No. Yeah. Like I love the Saturdays. Like there's a lot of like. Oh my god! Um, I'm living. You like girls allowed. 
Girls Aloud is my favorite girl group of all time. Yeah. Um, I know all their songs. I've seen the movie The Saint Trinians. Um, I've followed them since, like, um, their first song was, was, it wasn't Sound of the Underground. Yes. yes. So, I mean, like, no, yeah, I've I've followed them a long yeah, time. Yo, I'm a big fan no of Sher- um um of Cheryl Cole. Like, even I know she's in like some controversy right now, but she'll be fine. She always pulls <laughs> through. She does. Um, no, yeah, I love like I love the UK. Like, um, yeah, it's just like it's good entertainment over there. I feel like everyone's so campy, which is fab. Yeah, absolutely. You've certainly picked out the very best of of the UK, which is great. Um, But, you know, of course, you haven't been to London. And you know how, like, um, New York is just such a fun, vibrant, great city. And, you know, so much happens there. And, you know, it's just great. Yeah. London is not like that. (laughs) Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm just going to go over there like, what the fuck? is this I, know, I, think, I, think like, I think you'll enjoy it though if you're into if you're into drinking you know at 1 p.m and you know passing out after a night out at, in the club um then great work you love london but if you don't like that then uh, you know good luck i mean like on my regular day-to-day i'm very like you know i'm a homebody i'm very like quiet but i do like to you know go day drinking sometimes but i get really bad hangover so uh uh-uh, we're not doing that you get a chance to go sightseeing in london though when you go sightseeing well, yeah that's definitely what i want to do i want to go sightseeing like i you know it's just like it'll be my first time in another um country so it'll be like okay work oh no and, you, and will you will like love it. manchester yeah manchester you will fall in love it's with grunge and edgy. how are the boys how are the boys oh the northern boys yeah, oh. Northern Boys are gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as long as they have a pulse, it's fine. I mean, it's <laughs> plenty of pulses to go around over here. <laughs> you know, literally, British, British guys, I I think are really good looking. I think so as well. British guys are really good looking. I mean, like, like really polished. Look really... at me. Yeah, yeah, you're you're cute, of course. But <laughs> Wait, yeah, I mean, like what, like, but it's all like white British guys. Like what, like what's the difference? Uh, you mean like white British guys against American white British guys? What's the difference? No, I mean like just over there, like because I know there's a bunch of different races over there. Like, is it just like the British accent? Like, what what is it that makes them good? Ah, well, there's there's a, a large um, uh, South Asian population, so you have a lot of you know guys of Pakistani Indian origin. Um, yeah. We have a black population. We have accents like a. A ridiculous amount of accents. Yeah, we have crazy, like Manchester, In pe- people in Manchester sound very different to Yorkshire, which is only an hour away. People in London sound completely different. And they are pockets of cultures, actually, wow. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a crazy mixture. Do you know what? You're going to love it. Yeah, you're going to love it. No, I'm excited. I'm really, really excited. I'm like, what we're, what we're preparing for the dolls over there, it's going to be fab. It's going to be really, really con, really con. So, I just want to maybe get a little tiny bit political here. Okay. And just... Are you talking um... about cherry pie? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Who wants a piece of cherry I've, pie I, now? I, I, I'm just political. Have you, have you ever worked with her? Yes. Oh, yes, what I, was that like? Actually, I worked with her after she came off of the season 12. Um, I've known cherry pie for, for, for quite some time. Um... um I've never had a bad in, like instance with her, um, mm-hmm. but it was always very like, "Hey, Josh, how are you?" Like, never, 
it was very surface. I didn't know her like that, like that. But like when I, cause I used to see her all the time at the Ritz in New York city. Cause during that time, I believe Aja was a part of that cast. Uh, and this was after she got off of season nine to put like the idea of like timeline for you. I mean, Sherry was a part of that cast along with Madeline Hatter from Dragula. Madeline Hatter was the main host. Um, so I would see her, I believe it was every Wednesday, every Wednesday. Um, and like, it was always like, I never got, honestly, I can say I never got a vibe like that. But I mean, you really never know what mm-hmm. people are capable of. Um, and I think, I think the entire situation is sad. It's very sad. Um, I feel like Drag Race did what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that that story has been circulating in New York City for a little bit of time. So it's not like it just leaked now. People knew. Wow. wow. And have you met Sherry uh, or have you heard from her since? Because she's no. gone completely quiet, hasn't she? On, no, on... I think I think the best thing for her to do is really take a moment to step back. Um, and also another thing, like, it's a, such a sad moment because I feel like you know, she spent a lot of time, you know, working towards a career. And then it's like, you're an adult. You knew what you were doing was wrong. And it's like, I do feel like I hope she takes the time to, even if the victims don't want it, to genuinely, you know, apologize and really like, you know, try to make amends. I feel like, you know, everyone makes um, errors in their life, but I feel like she should really try to atone for what she's done, get help. She really should see somebody. Um, and I feel like she should, you know, fade fade away because I just, I know for a fact there's no chance of her working in nightlife ever again. Like that's, I feel like that would be impossible. Um, the entire New York City was an outrage. Um, and it's just a, such a shame that like the designers and all the people that went into, you know, Everything she's putting on Drag Race, it's all clouded. You know, amazing queer designers like Florence D. Lee, who makes fabulous garments. I believe he made a majority of her her outfits. You know, everything just being overshadowed by a horrible, horrible thing that she's done. And it's like nobody's going to pay attention to the hard work that uh, the queer community helped her with um, because they are just choosing to, you know not show it. it it's sucky and you know my heart goes out to the victims but i can definitely tell you like that story has been circulating like it's i wouldn't say for like a year but i would say like a little bit before drag race and uh, during drag race oh wow wow i mean like she's an adult she's of a certain age and i think she knows better and i know she know- she should know what she did was wrong i feel like she needs a better apology if she's going to come back, I do honestly think she needs a better apology. Simply ba- blaming something so horrendous like that um, on just a mental health issue is it's a little unacceptable and it seems a little bit um, rushed. I feel like she really needs to take some time to self-reflect, get herself together, make a proper apology, whether people want to hear it or not. I mean, like, listen, the story was on Wendy Williams. That's a lot yeah when wendy williams gets into it that's a big deal like i don't think there's any been a story 
about a drag race girl on Wendy Williams ever. And it sucks that the first the first story that appears is something so disgusting. I agree. Honestly. I think that's really sad because like what Drag Race does in the platform it gives to so many incredibly talented artists. Yeah, and I feel like this that moment it's taking away from the other girls that literally work their asses off to get to that point and they're being showcased and it's like you know it's not fair to them which is why i tell everyone at my viewing parties it's like listen fuck her and show love to every other cast member because it's not okay that something like this is overshadowing how hard these because this is probably one of the strongest casts i think the drag race has had not just because my sis is on it but just saying like it's one of the strongest casts that I think Drag Race has had since like season six, where it like I I think every girl is likable. Every girl has their own moment, and it's like I wish everybody would just you know give the focus to the other girls and support them, show them love. Like th- let this be their moment, not some dumb bitch that knew better. And speaking of um, Drag Race, obviously we're gonna ask, are we? Do you think we'll be seeing you in the future, Janelle, in Drag Race? Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Only time will tell, honestly. Um, granted, it's it's definitely a dream. I think it's a dream for any drag queen. Um, do I think I'm ready for the show? Yes. Um, and I feel like that's another moment. I feel like you should only really, like, try to go for the show. If A lot of people go for the show for the fame, and it's like, no, I. the reason I would want to personally go on the show is to beat the best of the best. Like, I want to yeah. make sure... I don't want to go on just for, like, shits and giggles. Like, no. I want to compete with the best of the best and show everyone that I'm better. Much better. Yes. And, yeah, I mean, that's just the tea of it. It's like, yeah, the fame, the followers, the likes and everything. But it's a business, you know? Like, a lot of these girls are creating... Um, a stable financial environment for themselves where they can like really create the art that they want to create. I mean, like look at Sasha Valor. Like she she went above and beyond like what she was supposed to do. So I feel like stuff like that is like why I would want to go onto the show. And um I mean who knows if not this season, but I'm gonna try out for every season until I get on that show. And you know what? I have no doubt we'll see you on that show. I'll say it'll be good TV. Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> we know TV. you'll be spilling tea left, right, and center. Oh, no. I I mean, I would say I'm a very direct person. I'm not with the bullshit. So there will be confrontation. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> so for RuPaul, if you're listening, you know, we'll oh, bring Ms. you... Oh, RuPaul don't <laughs> want it. No, I'm just kidding. I'll be scared. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but um, definitely the other girls, because I do feel like, you know, some girls go on and give it for the TV, and it's like, I'm not that girl. The, actually, that would be my catch line. I'm not that girl. Definitely. Oh, I like that. I love that. Yeah, that should be on... Yeah, that You've got your merch already sorted. On a t-shirt. You can ask Aja. I come out with catchphrases all the time. You need to, get, you need to coin these and get your merch out, girl. I know. I'm trying not to say anything, so when I finally do get on the show... Nobody takes my shit. Like, no, no. So, Crazy. if um, people will come in to see you perform, mm-hmm. what would they get from you? What is the takeaway? I mean, I don't really do much, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um... Janelle, you point. 
you I point. point. That's, that's good, right? Well, to me, like, um, I would say, I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, I always say that I don't do much, but I'm definitely not um, a high-energy performer because, girl, I'm way too tall, and I feel like I'll look doofy as fuck um, doing all those dramatics and all that shit. Um, <laughs> I would say I like to bring the beauty. I love letting a crowd just soak in. I mean, because I work hard on my look and how I want to showcase myself. So I'm going to make sure the time the crowd has time to soak it in. Um, I love doing ballads. I love doing sexy songs. Like, I like being sultry. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I would say that's what you can take away. Just, like, just remembering the beauty, like, you know, the elegance. It's like, I like to carry myself like I'm extremely expensive when I walk out. It's like, you know, do you, if you can afford this, no, you can't. Like, you know, so it's just very that. That's, that's just like the the vibe I like to give um, for me personally. And I feel like if you go to any one of my shows, um, your takeaway is going to be like, wow, this is a real ass bitch. Um, she's funny. She's beautiful. Um, and I'm like super sweet. I always make sure after my shows, I like, you know, touch base with everyone in the audience and like say, oh, like, did you have a good time? You know, I like to make it a full experience. For sure. I love that. I just want to ask you, so we have a, um, a lot of people of colour that, you know, listen to our podcast that live in places where they can't really be themselves and they're quite oppressed. What uh-huh. would your um, message be to them? Um, definitely um, be safe. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely be safe. I mean, I feel like a lot of people, like, push the the, the message, like, oh, you know, fuck it, just, you know, go and, like, but I would say safety is the most important thing um, because it's, like, you never want to get harmed, you know, for something like that. But -hmm. at the same point, I feel like you should take pride in yourself or, like, find your own way. Granted, there's some countries that are extreme, like you said, extremely oppressive where it's, you know, extremely dangerous and you can really get harmed for something, which is something I would never want for anyone. But I would say, like, to find your own little ways of expressing yourself um, and still staying, staying safe, you know. Or, you know, definitely reach out to your local community because I would say there's a community um, everywhere that, you know, just find, especially in the online is such a great place. There's so many, like, open chat rooms, open forums that you can connect with people all over the world. So, you know, I feel like the worst thing is to, like, like um suppress what you want to say so simply having a conversation with someone um about like your life and what you're going through can be like my like mind-blowing and it can you know help release like so much things that you have bottled up in you for not being able to express yourself in your day-to-day life but i would say like find alternatives depending on how dangerous it is I mean, I live in New York City where no one really gives a fuck. Like, you literally can walk out however you want. Granted, there's still crimes that happen. That's just life. Like, there's still hate crimes that happen all the time. Um, there's the, the amount of transgender people being murdered is at an all-time high, which is mm. ridiculous. It's like, um, but definitely, which is why I say always be aware, aware of your surroundings. Um, be safe. Travel in groups. Let your friends know where you're at, you know share your location things like that small things can really like definitely save a life for sure i'm in new york city i want to see a good drag show i want to see janelle 
Where can I see her? Okay. So, every Monday, you can catch me at Pieces Bar at 9 p.m. sharp. Um, I am on the cast with Tsunami Muse, who is Candy's daughter, who I love. Um, I believe you guys interviewed her when? Last week? Two weeks um, ago? A few weeks. Yeah, a while back now. Yeah, last month. We love her. Yeah. Wow. I'm so sorry for you guys that you guys had to deal with that. <laughs> um, we need Candy listeners is... on the podcast. We do what oh, we can. <laughs> yeah, she's not going to get any of that for you. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I love her. Uh, I would say I raised her as my own because Candy's a horrible mother. Um, um, and then Candy News, of course. Um, also... I'm every third Wednesday of the month. You can catch me at the cock doing bingo. And then um, right after it's um, daddy's den. So that's like a little fun after hours sexy party, if you know what I mean. Oh, um, you guys never been and you've been no. to New York City. You no. should definitely go to that bar. It's fabulous for so many reasons. Um, <laughs> and then Friday, you can catch me um, for the RuPaul's Drag Race viewing party at No Bar um, with Candy Muse and Tsunami Muse as well. Um, we have special guests um, every other week. Last week, we had April Carry On from Season 6. The week before, we had Dahlia Sin and Jada Essence Hall with a little pop-up. Ms. Doja Cat was in the building. I saw that. Fabulous. I was dying for all you guys. Oh my god! No, I was I was gagged because I'm a big big fan of Doja Cat. Um, I also have a monthly every um every second Friday of the month at Macri Park in Brooklyn, New York. Um, the 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 show is called Bitch Fuck You Fridays. Um, which is <laughs> fabulous. It's myself and Candy Muse. You literally come there, watch us get drunk out of our minds. Um, and then every Saturday you can catch me at Metro Sensual, which is run by Mr. Frankie Sharp himself. I like to call him the king of New York City. He throws the most amazing parties. He's definitely, uh, someone that I look up to in New York City nightlife just because of how successful he is. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to run a party. And he's such a good boss. Um, and yeah, so I'm there every Saturday with Candy Muse as well. And that is where you can find me um, every week. I'm also coming out with a new party. It's going to be a monthly party called Leche. It's going to be a Latino-esque sexy party um, in the deep end, which is located in Brooklyn, New York. Um, and I believe the first date for that party will be April 2nd. So, yeah. And then there's like little pop-up gigs, you know, you know how it is in New York City. Which is weird because New York City is one of the only places where girls can do drag full time, from what I hear. Do you know yeah. what, girl? You are booked. Yeah, listen, booked, blessed, and blended is the the T, okay? <laughs> okay? You need to coin that phrase as well. You need to coin well, all these phrases. That's, that's, that's Candy's phrase, but I say it <laughs> better. Well, you can, she'll let you have it. You can steal it. You can say that you said it. Fuck her, I'm taking it. How about that? <laughs> Do you know what? That, that's uh, amazing. I just want to say thank you so much for your time today, Janelle number five. Of course, this was fabulous. I had such a good time. I'm glad I got to spill all the tea. Um, <laughs> let everyone know. I can't wait to share this so people can stop asking me dumb fucking questions. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, like, Follow me, follow my girls. You can find me on Instagram at Janelle number five. That's Janelle dot N O dot five. 
um, Twitter at djanelle number five. Um, if you want to book me, email me at djanelle number five at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, and find me on Seeking Arrangements. Um, I'm always looking to be spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Well, Janelle, thank you very, very much. It has been wonderful. We've had a great time. Cannot wait to see you in uh, Manchester. Manchester in June. Yes. Uh, Are you guys coming back to New York City anytime soon? We will be at some point this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We will be definitely over Christmas. We'll try and get there oh, early. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Christmas is always a fun time. Oh, so, yeah. Best. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so, thank you so much, Janelle, number five. And. You don't love me. Bye. You don't love me. <laughs> Bye. Bye, sis. Okie dokie. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much, Janelle number five, for that exhilarating conversation where, girl, that tea was spilled. Because a lot of people have been asking, you know, about the tea around, you know, House of Aja and how Dollhouse formed. And, girl, we got it and we delivered it. Yeah, and there's tea as to what is Dollhouse and where is the House of Aja. And I hope all of that tea was addressed for y'all that were thirsty. And if it's not addressed, you can slide into Janelle's DMs mm. and send her some nudes and tip her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's at all the, you can do. At the end of, a, at the, end of the episode, she, she mentioned her contact details. So, yeah, mm. get in touch, tip a bitch. And stay tuned for our next episode where we talk about Janelle number six. <laughs> girl, no. Tune <laughs> to our next episode. Can we do a double drop this weekend, girl? Okay, guys, if you're enjoying my dad jokes, please do let me know. And if you're not enjoying his dad jokes, um, DM me because you know I do the socials and we can cut him out of the podcast. He can be replaced. It's okay. It's fine. We can make it work. I'm the one who edits the episodes. It's okay. It's fine. We can still make it work. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, until next time, my dear, if people want to get in touch with us, how do they do that? You can follow us on Instagram at you don't love me underscore podcast. That is you don't love me underscore podcast. Stop hoarding. You can like on Facebook at YDLM podcast or just type in you don't love me podcast and find us a girl. And you can follow us on Twitter at YDLM underscore podcast. That is YDLM underscore podcast. Hashtag YDLM podcast. Follow Janelle number five. All the details will, you know, come with the episode. And girl, get it. Email us, comment, vote for us at the National Diversity Awards. Link is in our link tree in our bio. Thank you for those that already have. And wash your hands. Wash your hands, girls. Mm. Also, if anyone has any ultra heat treated milk, please let me know. Because I've been trying to go to shops for the past two days to buy some. And some people, shall we say, have been buying it all. And now I cannot have any ultra heat treated milk, which is a very first world problem. I realize that because it's only a recent thing that I've begun to um, like and enjoy. So um, that's what's going on with me right now. Send mama some milk. Mm, send some mama some milk, honey. Mm, <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. You don't love me and my mom hates me. That's very true as well. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.